0: Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Chop Wood Carry Water. This is episode 17, and I am Jessica Craven, your host. It is July 13th, it's actually a Tuesday. And uh, as we continue on our somewhat flexible summer vacation schedule, we are coming to you from humid and beautiful upstate New York this week. I will be back in LA next week. Back to the heat and the fires and uh, my husband. That'll be nice. Anyway, so glad you're here. A couple of housekeeping things right up front. A big thank you to my producer, Renee Colvert, for uh, always getting this podcast out in beautiful shape and inspiring me to keep going. thank you to all of you who are listening and subscribing and rating this podcast on apple podcasts i can't tell you how important that is to getting the word out about it for algorithmic reasons as we've said many times and if you want to know more about me uh, if you want to sign up for the daily actions email i put out five days a week if you want to follow me on social media You can find pretty much all of that over at my link tree, which can be found at bit.ly forward slash Jess Page. And that's bit.ly forward slash J-E-S-S-P-A-G-E. And having said all of that, you all know I like to start the podcast off with a gratitude list. These are good things that happened last week that we can be grateful for because Sometimes our hard work made them happen. Other times they just happen because we got a democratic president into office or or flipped the house in 2018 or you know these are these are results of hard work we've been putting in for the past several years. So let's take a second right now to go over our gratitude list and then we will move on to talk about a couple of things that are happening this week. So are you ready? Here we go. our gratitude list for the week. These are things that we can celebrate, focus on, instead of only focusing on the horrible and often terrifying news that is all around us all the time, that sometimes I feel like I am just drowning in. Instead of reading that or listening to that, listen to this. The Biden administration will begin sending out the first monthly payments to families with children this week. And I'm going to talk more about this in a second, so I won't say more now, except to say that this means money for children. And this is a result of our electing a Democratic president. Big deal. In other good news, Charlottesville, Virginia, has finally gotten rid of the statue of Confederate General Robert E. Lee. Oh, two, actually, also of Stonewall Jackson. Both of these statues we're at the center of 2017's Unite the Right rally. So bye-bye. Don't let the door hit you on your way out. Okay, another good piece of information I heard this week was that anyone who has received unemployment benefits in 2021 now qualifies for free or low-cost health coverage through the ACA. Thanks again to the wonderful American Rescue Plan. That was that first big stimulus package that Biden and the Democrats passed with zero, and I would like to underscore and emphasize zero Republican support uh, right after Biden was elected. Okay, Colorado passed a Plastic Pollution Reduction Act, and it just got signed into law. That's what happens when you have Democratic state legislatures, or at least purple uh, state legislatures. You can sometimes get stuff like this done. ICE has announced that they are going to avoid detaining pregnant nursing and postpartum migrants, citing health of women and children, you think? Um, Thank you, ICE, for finally showing just the slightest signs of, you know, paltry uh, decency. Governor Jared Polis, again in Colorado, has signed a law allocating $15 million to help workers and localities transition from coal to clean energy. Again, Democratic governors make a huge difference. It's really worth looking into your own state's political situation and finding out, do we have a Democratic governor or do we have a Republican one? If you have a Democrat, how can you help them stay in office or how can you help elect uh, their successor? If you're in a state like Virginia, where the current Democratic governor is termed out, how can we ensure that we keep Democrats in office, not just in the Senate and in the House and in the presidency, but in governor seats, in attorney general seats, in district attorney seats, and all of these other seats where they can really make an enormous difference? Secretary of State, good Lord, so important. Okay, so that's that. Uh, insulin is now available at ultra low price at Walmart. I don't have much good to say about Walmart, to be honest, but at least this. Walmart is now offering affordable insulin to people who don't have health insurance. This is a really big deal, you know, and honestly, Walmart uh, could afford to do a lot more things like this, and they shouldn't really have to, but thank God they are in this case. Uh, Every single public school in California is now offering free breakfast and lunch to students. Again. This is what happens when you've got a lot of Democrats in office in a state. Sorry, but it's true. There's just more compassion and there's more outreach to poor people and things like this. This is a very, very big deal. Um, Let's see what else. Non-binary Americans will be able to have a third option on passports without having to provide medical documentation. A win for all non-binary, intersex, and gender non-conforming folks. You know how I feel about this. My kid identifies as non-binary, and when they heard this news, they were thrilled. This is a big deal. Um, I just read somewhere today that just acknowledging a non-binary person's pronouns, just using the correct pronoun with an LGBTQ person, the pronoun of their choice, can reduce their uh, propensity towards depression and suicidal ideation by measurable, huge amounts just using the proper pronoun. It's such a little thing, something to think about. So this passport thing is really a big deal. And that is our gratitude list for the week. Let's take a minute, breathe it in, breathe out all the fear and negativity that the mainstream media is constantly pumping into us because it sells, you know, papers and gets clicks. And just focus on the good things that did happen this week. Okay, and then real quick, we're going to talk about a couple of things that are happening this week, one of which I'm going to ask you to help me amplify, because it's really important, and I have been working to help amplify it, uh, not only because I personally think it's really exciting, but I was also asked by a wonderful um, organization called Parents Together to do a TikTok about it, and I did that last week, uh, just letting people know about the child tax credit which has been expanded uh, to reach more people and send more money to children or the parents of these children across the United States. Now, the child tax credit already existed, but through the American Rescue Plan, President Biden and the Democrats, and I think it is worth repeating one more time that not a single Republican supported this, uh, they expanded the child tax credit to go to more people, and to be a little bit more money. And notably, families too poor to owe taxes, who before, ironically, did not qualify. Now they do. And the money is going to start rolling out uh, the day after tomorrow. Today's the 13th. They start payments on the 15th. And right now, this is only scheduled to go for a year. So this is a temporary situation. But even so, This is going to take an enormous number of people and their children out of poverty. Uh, I think I've said this before, right before the coronavirus hit, before we shut down, there were about 11 million American children living in poverty, meaning they probably did not have enough food to eat. Uh, and, And as we know that growing up in poverty is something that affects kids, not just while they're experiencing it, but for the rest of their lives. It, it causes all kinds of educational delays and social delays. Um, it is a hugely terrible thing. It has long-term consequences for children, and it is very much entwined with issues of inequality and social mobility. So uh, I'm, I'm reading here from a website about this. Children who grow up in poverty have poor physical and mental health, worse performance in school, And given neighborhood segregation by income, they are more likely to attend lower quality schools and live in neighborhoods with fewer employed adults, all of which makes it harder for them to reach their potentials, achieve higher levels of income, and so it goes. And that contributes to the relatively low level of social mobility in the United States. All of this is to say that attacking child poverty is a hugely important undertaking. Some would argue the most important undertaking that we could undertake. And President Biden has decided to address it with this expanded child tax credit. So what can you do? Well, if you're a parent uh, and you have children who are under 18 in your household and you have filed taxes or you know received a stimulus check, you're gonna automatically get this money. What we're really trying to do is find those people who are too poor to file taxes. And for them, they too, Can access this money, but they do need to go to a website and fill out a very simple form. And then they will receive this money every month. And it is a big deal. It will be, I believe it's $300 per child or $250 if your child is a little bit older, I think older than six. Um, If you're pregnant now, you can apply to get it Once your baby is delivered, this is all very, very exciting. So what I can ask you to do is just help us amplify this information. And I actually made a tiny URL to bring people to that page, the IRS page where they have to fill out that little form in order to get this money. Again, you don't need to fill out this form if you already file taxes. Um, This is just for people who don't make enough to do that. And you can go to tinyurl.com forward slash... Money for my kids. I made that up myself. Okay, the M in money is capitalized and the four is the number four. So it's capital M and then O N E Y, number four, my kids. That is the tiny URL address and that'll just bring you to the IRS um, website where you can fill out the form to get your child tax credit, even if you are a non filer. And honestly, we are talking about quite a lot of families who will not know about this money, even though they would be able to access it. So getting the word out is critical. In fact, there's quite a concern that we will not be able to reach some of these families. So this week, let's think of anybody we know who might either be that person themselves or know somebody and figure out how we can put the word out. Uh, You can go to my Instagram or my TikTok and find the video, and you can post that on your social media, uh, or you can just make a post yourself on your social media and link to the IRS website and just get the word out. We just need to let people know this money is there. It is for you to spend on your children. You can spend it however you want. I mean, you technically don't even need to spend it on your children, but it is a child tax credit, so the hope is is that you will. You can spend it on food. You can spend it on, you know, camp, tuition, or uh, extra tutoring. You can spend it on medication, whatever you want. But use it. It is a wonderful program. Let's spread the word, okay? So that is one of the two things I'm going to talk about this week. And we're going to take a quick break and I'll come back with the other thing that we can do to help our country this week. Okay, so I don't know whether any of you have heard about the sort of heroic boss move that the Texas Democrats just pulled uh, yesterday. It's it's sort of in progress right now as I record. Uh, as I've talked about before, in fact, several times, the Texas legislature, the state house. Now, this is not federal lawmakers. These are state lawmakers. And I've talked a lot about how critically important it is to elect Democrats on a state level, because in state houses across the country, we're seeing voter suppression legislation get passed, right? And until we have federal legislation that overrides that, in state houses, we can see quite a lot of damage being done. I've talked before about how Texas, which has a Republican trifecta, it's got a Republican governor and Republican uh, majorities in both houses of its state house. They have been passing horrible legislation for a while now, but this year they're really, they're taking it to town. They're going to a whole new level. They passed the crazy um, six-week abortion bill, which includes a provision where uh, if you find out that your girlfriend got an abortion, you can sue the person who gave her a ride to the clinic or uh, it's, it's crazy, it's really crazy. It basically makes average citizens in Texas into the enforcers of the bill. Um, so that's bad. Uh, they've got a bunch of anti-trans legislation they're trying to pass. Uh, you know, banning critical race theory in schools, which again is just a it's a non-issue, except to sort of inflame racial passions, uh, racist passions, I should say, and uh, uh, you know, a bunch of other stuff. Anyway, the Texas Democrats had already walked out of the legislative session right before the deadline in order to prevent a quorum. And I'm sure most of you know that a quorum is just enough members to be able to vote. So in Texas, I believe it's, you have to have two thirds of the members present in order to vote on bills. And the Texas Democrats, while not a majority, have enough people that if they all leave, they can prevent quorum. And that was what they did before. And uh, Greg Abbott was very, this is the governor, very angry threatened to dock their pay, uh, to dock everybody's pay, their staffers, all the lawmakers' pay, and threatened to uh, call a special session to get these bills passed. Well, the special session just got called this past weekend. And Texas Democrats, instead of showing up and being forced to vote um, and lose on these terrible bills, the voter suppression bills being the ones that I'm primarily talking about today— so Democrats said, you know what? We're not going to show up again. But this time, because it was a special session, it wasn't enough for them to not show up and just stay home. They actually have had to leave the state because otherwise the governor would have sent state troopers to come and drag them in. So they have left the state. They have flown to D.C. to take the opportunity to lobby for federal voting rights legislation. So these... these These wonderful lawmakers who get paid somewhere, I think they get paid $7,800 a year to do their jobs. It is not a lot of money. These are not glamorous jobs. And in Texas, I would think they are even more thankless uh, because it's a fairly red state. And... They are going to be receiving death threats. They are going to be receiving an enormous amount of flack. They can be arrested when they return to the state, and very well, maybe. And yet they have said, this is worth it for me. This is the oath I swore to take is to protect, you know, our state constitution and to protect our government and to protect our voters. And so they have left the state and they are in D.C. right now talking to federal lawmakers saying, please, please pass voting rights legislation that will protect our country from laws like the ones they're trying to pass in our state, Texas. So first of all, I don't have a lot of money. As I think you all know, I am literally living off of donations from people like you who subscribe to my newsletter or sponsor me on Patreon. I'm not what you would call a big donor, but I still am going to go to texasdemocrats.org and give a little donation to the Texas Democratic Party today because I'm really proud of what they're doing. What they're doing is somewhat symbolic. Eventually, they will be forced back to take this vote, but what they are doing is saying we are going to go down fighting every step of the way, and that's what Democrats in general should be doing. That's what all of us need to be doing. We all need to be going the extra mile, taking the extra crazy step right now to get voting rights legislation passed to fight for our democracy, and this group of 50-something lawmakers is doing that. So if you by some chance happen to be in Texas and are represented by one of these lawmakers, call them and thank them. You know, bake them cookies. This is a big deal. What they're doing takes real courage. And um, we want to recognize it. We want to support it. So if you can make a five dollar or ten dollar or hundred dollar donation to TexasDemocrats.org, great. I also encourage you, if you are in Texas or even if you're not, to so- sign up for Beto's amazing organization, Powered by the People. It is poweredxpeople.org is the website. Poweredx lowercase x people.org, as in powered by people. You can also just Google powered by people, Beto, and the website will come up. Love that organization, and they're working their butts off right now to register voters in Texas to do the work, the grinding work that takes place between elections that makes it possible for us to have electoral gains in a state like Texas, where the statehouse is just right now divided between Republican operatives who are just trying to squelch voting rights as well as abortion rights, you know, LGBTQ rights, all kinds of things, and these heroic small band of Democrats who are trying hard to stand up against them. So let's make sure that we elect more in 2022. Let's support the ones who are in office. And for God's sake, as I said in the TikTok that I made about this, the simplest thing we can do is support these lawmakers by calling our own senators today and every day because this fight is heating up and the battle is happening now. And the vote is coming soon. And our lawmakers need to hear, as I said in my newsletter today, a wall of noise, screaming for them to pass voting rights legislation. Call them at 202-224-3121. Enter your zip code. Uh, ask to speak to a senator or, you know, press the, the prompt to get to a senator and say, Look at the courage that the Texas Democrats have right now. You need to show the same level of courage. Get out there and vote for voting rights legislation right now. And then if they're a Democrat, you should add, for God's sake, we need to be willing to reform or abolish the filibuster in order to get this done. Show some courage. Use those Texas Democrats as your model. Step up. So if we can do that every day this week— I cannot recommend it highly enough. And if you want a reminder and a phone number to be sent to your phone every single day, just text the word DEMOCRACY, all caps or not, I don't think it matters, to 33339. That is the system that Stacey Abrams has set up. And once you do that, you will receive a reminder every single day. I got mine today and I made the calls. Until this is done, they need to hear a wall of noise, okay? So that's it on the Texas Democrats. Let's all channel a bit of their determination and grit and persistence and be loud this week, okay? And um, I'm going to send you off with a little pep talk, but let's just take one quick break before I do that. Okay, all so I'm going to send you off by reminding you of the incredible power that individual people have to make a difference when they just step up and recognize their power. The members who ran for the Texas legislature never thought that they would one day be in the center of a historic fight to save democracy in the United States. Likely, they were just local Activists and local organizers who you know decided to run for a local office, and yet suddenly they find themselves in this very prominent position of leading so many of us with their inspiring actions. And I want to remind you that the same can be true of you. You may think, "Who am I? I'm just a a mom or a you know a a, a dad. I'm a plumber. I'm a I'm a you know I'm an accountant. I'm a I'm a retired person. I'm a 18 year old. You know." not even out of college. I don't care who you are. I'm unemployed. I'm, I'm, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. Your power lies in your individual experience and the voice that that has given you. Not anybody else, but you. Your story informs your voice and makes you uniquely powerful to make a difference. So don't listen to anybody who tells you that your voice doesn't matter or that... It doesn't matter if you call because they're not listening. There's so much defeatism out there. And underneath it is a terrible cynicism. And cynicism has never saved anything. It has never built anything. It has never accomplished anything. Cynicism is simply a squelching negative force. Don't give into it. Everything beautiful and memorable and real and, and, and massive that has been built by humanity has been built by people who have said, I refuse to listen to the cynics. I'm going to act anyway. So today, be one of those. And tomorrow, be one too. And tomorrow, let's, you know, let's wake up. And even if we call today, do it again. Because repetition is so much a part of how we win. Just by blind repetition, doing things over and over and over again. Every great athlete, every great artist, every great inventor, every great anybody has to repeat and repeat and repeat the work that they do until they get the result that they dream of. So let's spend this week repeating the work we do. I will be back with you again next week. We will keep doing this work. We will keep chopping wood and carrying water, staying in the day until we get the country and the world that we dream of. So thank you for being here with me and I will see you again next week. Have a great week and take care.